been said that Christian music sucks. Nah. Hopefully the antidote will dispel that myth. The antidote features bands that range from indie folk to metalcore, so whatever your likes and dislikes are, you're going to be hearing it on the antidote. Welcome back to another night of the antidote. I'm Dave Hawkins. You know how you know it's always a Wednesday night? Because every Wednesday night when I come to the station, it's drizzling. I think this is like show 13, and I can only remember like two nights that it wasn't raining. But such is life. You know the greatest thing about coming into Trent Radio is that you can play whatever you want, so long as it fits in within the parameters of my show. So for me, that's being able to play a huge range of styles of music and bands. Tonight, you're going to be blessed or abused, depending on your tastes. Because tonight, we have Celtic Punk Music by Flatfoot56. So you're going to be hearing a number of tracks by them. I also had a chance to interview uh, Flatfoot56 a couple of weeks ago. And so you're going to be hearing uh, that interview split up into two parts a little bit later on in the show. But for now joyous news I announced that the ska band Five Iron Frenzy has reformed and they're recording a new album so we're going to get a sneak peek at the new album with this. so this is a new song that's off their upcoming CD and yes check it out online because this is available as a free download track is called It Was a Dark and Stormy Night Dark and stormy night 
Well, that may not be what you expected to hear, but it's been eight years since the band was around. Yeah, they've reformed Five Iron Frenzy. If you're not a fan, why not? Tonight, we're going to switch up. We're going to give a little bit of a rock edge now, just some mellow rock. The Contact out of uh, Halifax. This is where they give a bit of a nod to, uh, to David Bowie. Bowie's song, Space Oddity. This is Major Tom and subtitled Coming Home. Standing there alone, the ship is waiting, all systems are go. Are you sure? Those not convinced. But the computer has the evidence No need to abort The countdown starts Watching in a trance The crew is certain Nothing left to chance All is working Trying to relax Up in the capsule Send me up a drink Drinks Major Tom The count goes on Four, three, two, one Starting to collect Requested data What will it affect When all is done Thanks Major Tom Back at ground control There is a problem Go to rocket's full Not responding Hello Major Tom Are you receiving Turn the thrusters on We're standing by There's no reply Four, three, two, one, Give my wife my love Then nothing more Far beneath the ship The world is mourning They don't realize He's alive No one understands But Major Tom sees Now the life commands This is my home I'm coming home
Well, we're going to switch up to another uh, Canadian band, Red Umbrella, out of the big metropolis of Perry Sound. Makes Peterborough look like a huge area. Anyway, but they've got, uh, they did a track called uh, Straight Jacket back a number of, number of years ago. This is off their 2006 CD. But listen up. I forewarned you before that we were going to do Celtic Punk. Flatfoot 56, yeah, just an awesome band. Premier band to see live in concert. 
So if you ever get the opportunity, you've got to take advantage of it. This track is called That's Okay. One of the first tracks I ever heard from them, this is going way back, uh, probably from their first CD. And following this track, you're going to hear the first part of a two-part interview tonight that I did with Flatfoot 56 in Toronto a few weeks ago. Here we go. Flatfoot 56 has been delivering their trademark Celtic punk sound for over 10 years. They have a rabid local following in their Chicago home, but this fan base has broadened not only to North America but worldwide as well with uh, Flatfoot 56 performing in most major cities. Flatfoot is considered one of the greatest of live bands. Active audience participation at a concert is a must with 
the awe-inspiring crowd participation wall of death in the mosh pit. I'm going to say we're at Sneaky D's, but actually we're sitting outside of Sneaky D's in the van with the guys. And no, it's not that stinky and it's not that sweaty. So uh, I think we're going to be able to, to stand doing this with uh, the, even the windows closed up. Thanks, guys, for uh, spending some time with the antidote and telling our listeners what you guys are all about. Now, again, it's going to get you guys both just introduce yourselves and... Uh, and you can you can fill in who the missing members of the band are right now. I'm Brandon, and uh, I play guitar and mandolin. Um, I'm Tobin, and I play guitar and lead sing. Um, we also have Justin on the drums, does some singing as well. Uh, Kyle on the bass, does some singing as well. And uh, Eric on the bagpipes, and he does backup vocals as well. So we all uh, we're all vocalist <laughs> people. So. Flatfoot could be considered to be on the edge of Christian music due to the style of music that you play. Because Celtic punk isn't normally in the Christian realm. Are you guys okay with that? I would say we're. I'm. I'm okay with that. We've always. We always strive to be different and to be out of the box. We listened to. You know, we're all Christian guys, and uh, we were always big fans of old school punk rock and Celtic music. So we're just like, hey, I wanna. I wanna do. Um, stuff that is different. I want to step out and I want to be outside the box. And so I, I think it's it's okay for us to to be considered that, you know, as long as uh, you know we're known for what we talk about and for what we are. And that's you know a punk band that that loves the Lord, and that's a big part of our lives, you know. Now, on a more personal note, now your band has sometimes been considered to be the biggest band in Christian music, but there is a reason. And you gotta you gotta tell the you gotta tell the the listeners why. I think I think that's more of a size uh, size thing. Where three of us are over six, Mark six six, and and I'm six ten. So, well, we're tall dudes. Uh, we're in Canada. What's the is it over two meters? Two meters, yeah. Two meter plus, yeah. So yeah, we're we're quite we we commonly joke and say that we're uh, the biggest band in Chicago. Yeah, so so that definitely applies, you know. Besides playing Christian festivals, you guys play a lot of uh, a lot of bars, clubs. You guys have done Warp Tour. Do you find there's a different vibe from the crowds depending on the type of venue that you're playing at? Uh, I think that the vibe is always what the kids make it. If they're have to, if they're there to have fun, you know, then the vibe follows that. It doesn't really matter whether it's a Christian venue or not. I mean, the vibe is is solely based on how the crowd wants to interact, you know, and, and that's part of our job to get them to to interact and have a bunch of fun and and we help create the, we help create the vibe, but really the vibe is just comes down to if everyone's there for whatever reason. I think a big part of it is too is I think bands we struggle with this is that sometimes as a band you walk into a room and you profile the room based on how people look. And uh, one thing we learned early on is that you never profile people. I've seen people that don't look like they would destroy a room, completely obliterate a room. Like, um, and and it's very, uh, it's very important to give people a chance to to step out of their box. I mean, when we play music, it gives us a chance to be different, um, and be creative, and be fun loving and goofy. You know, drool on stage if you have to drool on stage just to be goofy and get somebody to smile. A person in the crowd can do that too because they're a part of the show, and I, I don't see a big difference between the two. I mean, obviously, within reason, you don't want to do anything that's illegal or stupid or ridiculous or, or um, inappropriate. But at the same time, 
we're all there to have a good time and, ex- and experience things. And if you watch any old videos of old school 80s punk rock, the kids that dance, there's no rhyme or reason to it. They're just having fun. They're enjoying themselves. There's no, they don't look cool. They don't look like they've got it down and figured out. Um, it's not choreographed. It's people having a good time and just letting it out. And, and I think that's what we try as a band to get people to do is just remember that you don't have to be the coolest person in the room in order to set the tone. We set the tone and we give you the chance to join us and we'll make ourselves look 10 times more stupid than you could ever make yourself look. So it's okay. And that's, I think that's what our attitude in our heart is. So speaking about some of your live shows, any one of those live shows in particular stand out for you guys? Any memorable uh, venue or show that you did? Yeah, we uh, we played uh, this thing called Summerfest in Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin, and uh, we were playing. We were uh, I think we were main support for Rise Against, and uh, there was I think fifteen to seventeen thousand people, and and uh, it's really funny. My actually my my wife was with us, and she's from a little place called the UP, which is. Uh, right above Wisconsin, but it's a part of Michigan, and it's not connected by any real landmass. It's just a bridge that goes over Lake Superior. And uh, Justin started talking about it from stage. Our drummer, for some reason, it was, this was absurd to him that you know some portion of of land that was not connected to the state it belonged to. I, I just it didn't make sense to him. So he um, he got these people all riled up into this thing, and you know. And by the time he was done, everyone was like, take it back, take it back. And just 17,000 people shouting, take it back, all in a frenzy. And Justin just yells, and the rivers will run red with blood. And everyone's like, ah! And I was a little bit concerned because uh, there was a revolution on our hands. So uh, that was actually pretty funny. That was very recent, but it was pretty memorable. The UP is connected to Wisconsin. That's why he was saying take it back. And uh, he was mad that Michigan got to own something that was connected to Wisconsin and should have been a part of their state. So So now we find the truth out about the band that you're actually anarchists. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm 
There's a radio on my auntie's boat, and on it she listens to Antidote 92.7 FM. This is the Junkyard Poets. Stay cool. That was it. Another track by Flatfoot 56. Changing times from their first CD, 2002, Rumble of 56. So we're going to listen to a little bit more of them, uh, their interview and of their music a little bit later on. But for now, we're going to uh, change the pace again. We're going to listen to P.O.D. with their track Tribal, and it comes from just the epic CD, The Fundamental Elements of Southtown. Yeah. 
You may never have heard or ever seen anybody ever actually play on a pedal steel guitar. you got to Google it. It's really quite a device. Robert Randolph and the family band, this guy's known as just being sort of an epic guitarist, even if it is sort of an unusual style of guitar. Got a track up for you. This is from an album that came out, oh, I guess, I guess a few years ago, Colorblind, and the track is Thrill of It. Let me grab my guitar and get in the car. there. Yeah, soul, funk, R&B. I mean, what can be better than that? Well, except for some, maybe some metal. 
But you know what? Tonight, sorry. See, that was a teaser. I was going to tease you and say they were going to play some metal tonight. No, tonight, no go. Closest we're going to come to it actually is the next track, Project 86. The band's been around for a long time. They're in their 15th year. Seen the band play live. Absolutely fantastic. Crowd almost went nuts when their set got cut short because of time constraints. And they started throwing stuff on stage, but it didn't turn into a real uh, warfare type of deal, fortunately. But anyway, Project 86, yeah, they've brought out their appropriately titled uh, 15, which is their first ever live CD. So they say quite a prolific band, too, in in that respect. This track is actually from a number of years ago. It's still my favorite uh, CD from Project 86, and it's called And the Rest Will Follow. But this track is All of Me, and we're going to play it right now.
Project 86, All of Me. Now, I mentioned earlier that, uh, about not playing any metal tonight. Well, if you want to go and see metal live, yeah, want to go and see a couple metalcore bands, go down to Toronto, Cool House on Friday night, and you can check out The Devil Wears Prada and For Today. Yeah, two really excellent Christian uh, metalcore bands. I'm going down, so yeah, just look for a short old guy, and uh, I'll probably stand out from the crowd. I mentioned before, Celtic punk, or sometimes referred to as punk-oi, it's sort of an unusual genre. Yeah, you'll find like the Dropkick uh, Murphys, you know, that's probably one of the one of the better-known Celtic punk bands. What it comprises of is typically with bagpipes, mandolin, flute sometimes come into it, and of course mixed in with drums, your typical drums, guitar of any other punk or rock band. It does make for an interesting mix. May not be to everybody's taste. I flip over it. This is this just grabs me. And the first track I ever heard from them, this is back in the old days when you could actually download music from MySpace. Of course, this is one of the ones that they were just sort of giving away. This is from, uh, again, from Flatfoot 56, from their Knuckles Up CD. And this track is Hold Fast. And following that, we're going to have another track, Carry Me Out, from one of their newer CDs. But I'll talk about that in a little bit. So we know where we stand 
That's from the album called Jungle of the Midwest Sea, which is amusingly titled because the band is from Chicago, and which is in the Midwest, and the Midwest Sea is Lake Michigan, if you could consider that to be a sea. That's uh, just another one of the tracks, something else that you were hearing tonight from the Celtic punk band Flatfoot 56. This is Dave Hawkins. You're listening to The Antidote, brought to you through the facilities of Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, Peterborough. Next up is the second part of the two-part interview with Flatfoot 56. So we get to have some more insightful comments from this band. You guys have had, uh, well, of course, with your longevity being around for 10 years, you had a couple CDs that you brought on your, on your own. Winds of War and the first release of Knuckles Up, right? Oh, and Rumble of 56, yeah. Then Knuckles Up was re-released, then you recorded the uh, Jungle of the Midwest Sea, and of course last year you did Blackthorn. Now, Blackthorn really took off, because I mean it was it debuted number two on Billboard's Heat Seeker chart, and that is a, that is a big deal. So for being an independent band, like what was the big change? How come that happened? I think we're still scratching our heads wondering how it happened. Um, I think uh, when they told us what had happened, we had to look up billboard charts because we don't follow them as a band ever. Um, and we were like, man, we, we made billboard. I, I know that that's a big deal, but I never read billboard magazine. I'm going to have to find one of those. And and we looked at it, and, and it was like, man, we're, we're, we're charting here at nine different types of charts here and you know number two at heat sinkers independent uh new band uh chart you know it's this is this is crazy you know and um i think what had happened was is that we just for years we've been plugging away and we have a very as you said earlier and i liked this phrasing that you used a rabid um home base following we just i think everybody that was waiting anticipating that next record bought it the first three weeks of the record they just they all just went out and got it, and by doing that, they all made a big statement and said, "We we love this band and we want to support them and we want to do this." And that blessed us a lot. We were just blown away, and um, it was not something that was expected. Um, we're hoping to do it again with the next record, but uh, it's definitely something that blew our minds. You know. Okay, so there's a question that was waiting to happen. Any plans for next album? Yeah, we actually just are coming out the tail end of, of writing most of the record. Um, we will we'll be hitting the studio probably around January uh, in, in Chicago at a place called Atlas Studios. It's uh, produced again with Johnny Rio from the Street Dogs. Um, and I think it's, I like the record, I like the songs a lot. Um, we're going to play a few tonight, and uh, so we'll see how everyone else likes them. So uh, it should be out in, I think, uh, early June. Uh, that'll be on paper and plastic records. It's on the fast track. Great. We were talking a little bit about this earlier, but I really wonder if you guys are a closet ska band because you guys play every time you come through Toronto. Here it is. You're, you're doing Celtic punk, and you guys are always playing with ska bands. So does this actually have an influence on you guys? Uh, if if you come on a trip with us ever, um, the majority of music that gets played in this in this van i would say probably close to the majority is is soul ska you know reggae uh, it's a music that we all really love you know from you know otis redding to the specials to scottalites to deals gone bad from chicago new old you know we we love ska and uh i think it is a really big part of who we are too because 
you know, if you go to a lot of ska shows, it's it, kids are jumping around, having a good time, fun, lighthearted kids. And, you know, that's the same mentality with music that we have, you know. And I would be okay with calling us the Closet Ska Band because <laughs> I think we all love ska a lot. You know, even it's really funny we're on what would be considered a predominantly ska label here in Canada, Stomp, you know, which is, you know, the guys from the Planet Smashers and, and uh, the Beatdown and stuff, you know. So that's it's pretty awesome, actually, I think. Those are real early roots of our band has found the oi scene, which is where we kind of come out of, is is very interconnected with the reggae, two-tone ska movement and, and scene. And so we always kind of identified with that kind of crowd. And, you know, there's Third Wave, which is a little outside of that scene, but still a family member of it. So uh, we're here tonight with Mustard Plug playing with them, and they're old friends of ours. And you're, what Brandon said is right. It's it's kind of a fun-loving group of people that just enjoy dancing around, having a good time, and everybody's welcome at, at our shows. And that's the same kind of attitude that most ska shows have as well. It's a very open attitude. Um, it's a celebratory attitude, and uh, it's about having fun and dancing around, and that's what we're all about. So we're a little harder than a lot of the ska bands we play with, but at the same time, it's still um, the same spirit, and that's what we connect on. Well, with 10 years under your belt, I always ask this question of almost everybody. So what does the next 10 years hold? I mean, are you going to have to get your walker and put flames on it, or what's the plan? Well, first off, I want to make sure my hair stays in, and then second of all, I'm ho- hopefully, in, you know, trying to trying to keep the. Uh, we were talking about that a little earlier. It's like, you know, what what's going to happen with the future of what we're doing, and uh, God willing, we we you know continue plugging away and uh, making records and letting people making people enjoy what we're doing and. I would hope that we can, you know, tour more beneficially and not work smarter and and travel, um, you know, maybe not travel eight or ten months of the year, but kind of mix it down and maybe do three months to the four months of the year and, you know, write records and make those tours really good. But God only knows, and that's that's who has this whole thing in his hand. And, and that's, I think, our heart. We can spout vision and dreams and, and all that, but when it really comes down to it, if... If God kind of really laid it on our heart tomorrow to stop, we'd stop. And uh, believing that he has something better in mind, wouldn't be too happy about it. But at the same time, you know, what, whatever He his desire is, that, that matters more. And so, but if it goes for the next 10 years, praise God, that's, that's awesome. This is The Antidote with Dave Hawkins speaking with Flatfoot56. Guys are regulars in Canada now, especially in Toronto. Thanks for your time. Any last thoughts? Uh, support local bands. Go to shows and uh, uh, don't pigeonhole yourself into one style of music. Listen to listen to it all because it's all got something really cool to offer you. And we're also talking about coming back this spring to Canada, um, so be looking for future dates. Uh, and check out Stomp Records. It's an awesome label um, with a lot of amazing bands too. So. Thanks again, guys. Yes, that's it. You heard what Flyfoot56 had to say. And again, if you ever get the opportunity, especially as they say they're coming back in the spring, they'll be playing Toronto, head on down and check out that band. Well, tonight, my time is almost up. I'm Dave Hawkins. You've been listening to The Antidote. I'm going to play one final track. Oh, no, I should mention something first. Next week, you've got to tune in. You've probably say, why is this guy not played any Christmas music? After all, he is a Christian. Well, next week, we're going to do it all. We're going to play it all. Got a whole whack of tracks, and you're going to hear a, another eclectic mix of music. 
But for tonight, here we go. Flatfoot 56. Yeah, the title track from their newest CD, and this is Blackthorn. Blackthorn. 